Hey there, Internet. I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And this is the Gem Jam, where we do an episode-by-episode recap of the 1980s cartoon Gem and the Holograms, because it is truly outrageous. Except that is not at all what we are doing today, actually. Uh, We have a bit of a special episode for you guys. Hope you enjoy it. So, Kit... Do you remember when we went and saw the Gem movie and you said that if it had been a fan film, it would have been commendable? I remember saying that, yes. Yeah, well, uh, it turns out there's actually a commendable fan film that is being made and it's being kickstarted right now. And to talk about a little, we actually have a couple of guest stars today. Say hello, guys. Hi, I'm Claire. Hello, Hello, guys. I'm Charlie. Uh, We are the producers of uh, Truly Outrageous, a Gem fan film. We're also the producers and writer of Gem Reacts, which was a sketch we put up when the first trailer came out in reaction to uh, the live action movie. So this is a pretty cool looking project. Tell us a little bit about Gem Reacts, because that was sort of what launched this whole thing for you, right? Yeah, definitely. I think we all had a similar reaction, or a lot of fans had a reaction when they saw that live action trailer, just because, you know, Gem is a lot of things, but Gem isn't boring. And I found the trailer to be kind of boring and dull. You know, it kind of just broke our hearts a little bit. And and not to say that it didn't work for a lot of people, because there's definitely a lot of people who people saw that love and the movie out there and it means a lot to them in in different ways and we don't want to take away from that at all so yeah we you know i think i i texted charlie and was just like we have to do something (laughs) there's a call to action action, and she came up with this brilliant reaction video which is kind of a similar format that you see on youtube a lot you know people will react to trailers so she had the brilliant idea of taking Jem, live action Jem, and having her react to her own trailer. Her and all her friends and all her frenemies and all her <laughs> enemies. She invited them all to a party and they all were going to watch the trailer together and they don't know exactly what to say, but they have a lot to say. Definitely. And I think she spoke, you know, through Jem for a lot of the fans saying, you know, just a lot of things that we were thinking, you know, like, you know, for example, Christy Marks wasn't informed of anything that was uh, happening in the film. And you could kind of feel that in the trailer, like right away, you know, none of the lore was there. None of the relationships were there very strongly. And yeah, the disappointment was definitely uh, kind of maybe even a little bit before the trailer, because I knew that the major players were dudes I don't think dudes can't make uh, female properties well, but I think what Christy Marks set up uh, was such a female-friendly writer's room, and a lot of the directors were women, and it just it just had that sensibility that is really, really hard to do, but not impossible, but really hard to do. And uh, I've heard John Chu is a big fan, and, and the legend is that he has been asking or had been asking to do the movie for a very long time, but it seemed like they didn't want to give him either the movie he wanted, that he was pitching and wanted to do or just wouldn't give him the funding because $5 million is not a lot, <laughs> especially compared to Transformers, which got, I think, the net income of all of Australia. This is a funny thing, and I'm, I'm actually glad we're bringing it up at the top because I'm just only the tiny bit frustrated because I, I listened to another podcast before we interviewed, uh, talked about us on their podcast saying like, for $12,000, they think they can do much with that and rah, rah, rah. But uh, we are asking for 12 thousand minimum and minimum for a part one of a part one and part two story it takes money to do something good yeah and and that level for sure at that level and we have a lot of you know things that we want to play with and costumes and music like we want to put up to three and a half songs 
in the first with green screen and special effects, which yeah. we've worked with before. And like Claire and I have been producers doing uh, YouTube videos for for companies, not just just uh, Creature Tubes. Uh, so we know we know budgets and we know how to how to stretch it. We didn't mean to talk about our Kickstarter campaign so soon <laughs> into the podcast. Well, that's cool. This is actually a, a pretty decent time to move ahead with that. So part one and part two, this is what, about 12 minutes each is what you're looking for? Just about. It's it's yeah. more 15, I'd say. I'd say it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a pure 30 minute uh, story. There's a cliffhanger. And what we're worried about is that people will feel like, ah, cliffhanger, we want part two. So hopefully we won't have to do that. But it, we don't want to stretch a 12,000 budget to cover both sides when I think that'll do it a disservice and it won't be as fun. Gem Reacts was definitely made sort of in relation to the movie. But this is a this is a wholly original piece. And uh, unlike the, uh, say, the 2015 Gem reboots, uh, the comic and the and the movie, this one is set in the 80s. Am I right? Yeah. And we do love the comic. And I think the comic is proof that you can update Gem as a concept and you can uh, pitch that to a younger generation and have them love it. You don't even have to put YouTubers in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> They'll still like it. Um, Wait, Claire, we're putting a bunch I of know, YouTubers right? in it. <laughs> but, but yeah, she's she's right. It's, it's a way to update it, but still keep a lot of the original and lovely, you know, storylines and properties that, that we, we wanted love. to we wanted to do the story and uh, to differentiate and separate ourselves from both the comic and the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a great way to do that is is put it in the 80s uh, and really enjoy uh, sort of the the creative and the aesthetic that that involves the the fashion, the music, the the wigs, the, the history going on at the time. It's all so fun. Uh, like we both uh, were born in the 80s. We didn't really get to experience it. And we're really excited to, to play in that creative sandbox. Yeah, we were we were talking a little earlier and you guys are saying that uh, that Raya's wig takes like three people by the time it's done to actually lift the thing. It's yeah, a it's glorious huge. weave. So that's about how 80s we're getting then. The taller the hair, closer to God. <laughs> Close, higher the Ray, hair, closer Raya's on a first name basis with God. That's how high Raya's wig is. Our stylist is coming back from the first video we did. Um, she's amazing. We get to actually pay her this time. She just, oh, for the first wait. video, she just brought over a ton of stuff and we sort of hodgepodge stuff together. But actually having her utilize her talents to the full extent is just so exciting to kind of seems for us to make the stuff. Uh, we want to do some uh, direct recreations from the cartoon too. So it sounds like you guys are ridiculously 80s, but one of the most ridiculous things about the 80s was, of course, the music. Tell us a little more about what you guys are doing on the project with that. For the last episode, we used one of my personal friends, Daniel Anderson, who has a one-man band called Glowbug, which is really just fun 80s. Synth heavy, like uh, definitely a modern uh, take on the 80s for his music, but uh, the perfect person you want to musically get in bed with for a project like this. It was <laughs> it was actually a really fun collaboration because Charlie wrote the lyrics okay. and then April F, who plays our Stormer, was the she's voice She's Stormer, but it. she's the voice of Jam. Exactly. <laughs> People don't realize. Music. It blends pretty well. So yeah, so within a day, we made it happen where I wrote the lyrics, we gave it over to April to sing the vocal track, and then gave it to, to Daniel, Dan. who's just a wizard, just really wizard. whipped it up. I think he did it in two tries, and we just, we loved it. So in their next one, we have three songs, which is a little bit more ambitious. Three and, and a half. Three and a half, yeah. 
the the full fourth song will be on uh, the cassette or the download. And that's three and a half in part one, part two, or both of them? Uh, part one. Part two will have, uh, I think, a solid full four songs. We want to put the extra song there. That's what our full budget will take care of. But the songs are not just recordings of the songs. The songs are music videos. And for some of these concepts to work out, it's just going to depend. The effects <laughs> on the music video is honestly where a lot of that money goes quick because you want to get somebody that does it really well. We we had we called in a favor for the last one and he did he did a wonderful job and we were very very happy with it but you only get one of those. You know? <laughs> How are we going to get Jem and Rio on a unicorn <laughs> if we don't have the right guy or gal on it? So are these going to be mostly Jem songs? Do we have Misfit songs in there which are better? <laughs> yeah. You are talking to Pizzazz so <laughs> she appreciates it. We definitely have a misfit song is there a stinger song i'm gonna sneeze once for yes <laughs> twice or no uh yeah yeah obviously there there is a singer song but that is in part two i see i was gonna ask exactly when in sort of the gem timeline you're you're putting this whole thing so this is around season three then uh i would say spring of 88 this is right before the final episode where everyone comes together uh and sings that final song is this after Riot's Hope then, the one where Riot like has the daddy reconciliation? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jem at the peak of her power. It's going to be a little, okay, I will say it's a little off timeline. There are some things that we'll probably never see in Jem proper starting off the, the film. We're respectful of canon, but we're not going to be slavish. I noticed in Gem Reacts, I did not see Techrat. Where is our son? Is he is he involved? I really wanted our friend Steven, Steven Subject, to play Techrat. He almost has the exact same hair. I think we can we can convince him to do it. He's written into part two. So Techrat is a stretch goal then. <laughs> Yes. Uh, one thing that, that I wonder is, is I'm an English major. Jem's uh, writing style is unique, to, to kind of say the least. What's it take to really hone in on that particular brand of ridiculousness? I would, I would say it's, it's a convergence of uh, the voice used in the cartoon and my own. It's different. It's definitely going to be different. I could tell when she was watching a lot of episodes oh over and over. <laughs> she just had her vocabulary dropped a few accents. <laughs> I'd say, okay, so besides the cartoon obviously being an example of, of where we want to take the voice, we love Josie and the Pussycats, the movie version. It's way more subversive than I think anyone really remembers it being. And I'd also say a little bit of Scott Pilgrim. I keep saying it's just a little bit meta. I, I don't think we're dwelling too much in the meta-ness. It's, it's also very sincere. And the, the relationships that are in the script are really, they're very sincere and beautiful. And there's a lot of sisterhood. I think romance takes a little bit of a backseat, but that won't be missing. Uh, it's definitely about the relationships between the women. How are you dealing with the Rio problem? Again, it's hard to not spoil anything, but I think I definitely have fun with Rio being let's uh, let's go with useless. We have a couple uh, actors we're auditioning for the part, but I think between between them, they're they're you'll love them. They're so good. They're very good looking. Very good looking. <laughs> But they're also exactly what you would hope, I think, out of a out of a Rio. So this isn't entirely the cast from the Gem Reacts video then? No. And a lot of that, there's a lot more involved with this. There's a little more, with a sketch, you want the best comedians. And for this, we want comedians. We also want people who can act out the more uh, emotional beats. And 
also for Rio, the guy got was he, he wasn't deported, was he? He got deported. He did get deported. He got deported. <laughs> we could say that. Our poor, our poor kid. He was he's lovely. I mean, he's sweet guy. Yeah, sweet guy. But he went, had to go back to Canada for about a year. Yeah, but we do have uh, a lot of people from the original coming back, such as Chloe, who's still our gem. Eric Raymond is still going to be our friend Gabe because I thought he was Gabe pretty. Muscus. He was pretty perfect. I oh, think for that part, he was great. so funny. Our Yasmin, Yasmin mm-hmm. Watkins is coming back as Shayna. Definitely check her link on our Kickstarter. She does spoken word poetry and is amazing. She's a genius. We just announced uh, the, the lady playing dance Dvorak in our video, uh, Natalie, a zombie unicorn, is coming back as Rhea instead because we, we love her so much. We think she can uh, have a bigger part and kill it and be hilarious. And we're so excited to see what she does with it. And we have another casting announcement Ooh, coming shortly. We have two big casting announcements this week that we're really excited about. Um, when, I, when I first started thinking about the story, a, a lot of me wanted to discuss the strange love triangle that that they made out of this show. But I think I, I read Christy Mark said that she wanted to resolve that after the first season uh, and they just kept going with it. Oh, I hadn't heard of that. That would make so much sense. I like to think that if Christy could have had her way, they would have resolved that and their relationship would have been stronger for it. <laughs> Charlie, I think you mentioned wanting to use some of the sci-fi elements more on the script. So what are what are your opinions then on the hologram rules, as tenuous as they are? Hmm. In terms of holograms, I definitely think I do a good mix of where it's like a little absurd. It definitely will, will strain credibility of what actual science could do. Synergies in there and synergy as a, a definitely very specific role to play here. It'll be more than just holograms. We'll say that. Emmett, Emmett's been up to more than just holograms. That's, that's uh-huh. the big biggest reveal I'll give on your podcast. Oh, that's a hook. I like that. Great. No one else. You got a scoop. No one else knows that. <laughs> got the scoop. I'm getting the Pulitzer. So uh, you mentioned for the Gem Reacts video, some of that stuff was for free, but uh, that you're actually paying folks this time around. Is that sort of going around? You're just actually making sure that everybody on the project actually has some kind of compensation for this whole thing? Yes, that is so important to us, you know, because we're, we've are we been content creators on the platform for a while now. And so much of it is, is favors unless you're backed by somebody. So actually being able to pay people for their talents is just, it feels so good. After asking for so many favors to to showcase people and let them thrive with actual materials and, you know, funding for their art. Um, Give back because they so deserve it. They're so talented. All these people that just out of passion and wanting to jump on board with us offered us their their talents and services. You know, every like all the makeup, the incredible makeup we got was virtually free. I think we just paid her a kit fee. fee. And she did unbelievable makeup on every single person. We put the costumes together. Yeah. None of the actors. Or the music. Or the music. Or the, the we, sound. The sound in the camera. We we got a whole camera crew for free. We shot that thing on a red. We got these people to work for free. So just being able to give back will feel really good. That is spectacular. That is an attitude that I that I can really get behind. It is definitely hard to actually have people do passion projects and be able to pay them for it. Yeah. Thank you so much for yeah. allowing us to be on the Gem Jam. It's I think what you're doing a, is so cool. And your community, the community behind Gem is just one that 
you know, Ugh, they're as cool. the gym community has been so nice. Everybody is so great. For and real. supportive and uh, happy. happy and sweet. And yeah, you've got a lot of people who are on either side of like, I really love the movie or really hated the movie. But I think we can all agree this is something that needs to continue on for generations. This is a story that, yeah, it's campy. A lot of some of the things in the, in the show, it's hard to, I think, explain to a certain brand of people. But for those of us who get it, it's so fun. I definitely think that's been one of the best parts of doing the Gem Jam has been meeting people who also get it in the same way that we get it and finding the people that also see it in a different way and sort of comparing and contrasting with that. It's been spectacular. And it's so it's such a beautiful range. I saw some vloggers talk about how Jem helped them come out, how Jem helped them talk to their parents. And that's amazing. Yeah, that that is so special. It's a lot of things to a lot of people. And we feel a great responsibility to be that in the, in that same wavelength to to give it justice to to have fun with it and to put on a good show so like before we wrap this up i do have a couple of basic questions for you guys best gem character pizzazz Stop. <laughs> <laughs> she's just so funny i love uh we didn't have rapture and gem reacts but i love rapture i think she's hysterical uh what would you guys say is the best song in gem Totally missed the point. That's <laughs> our time. <laughs> Chief answer, but I can accept it. So the one that was in my head the most is the uh, the band's breakup. I'm okay song with Kimber and Stormer, <laughs> and I think it's just a mo- it just motivated me through the rest of the season <laughs> that I'm okay. <laughs> I agree. That's definitely a catchy song. My favorite part is definitely the incredibly robust voice that comes out of Kimber's mouth. You're so totally right. It was definitely a surprise. What would you say is your best episode? What would you say is your favorite? Mine's easy. Like, I, I've, I've been repeating it up and what? down. Out of the past. Out of the past had the most story to it. You learn the most. That's. I just thought it was the most interesting episode. I still find that incredible that that one came so late in gem production. I don't even think Chrissy wrote that one. I'm sure she had a, a heavy hand in the story of it, but I don't think she wrote it. But it's so good. I have a lot of respect for that episode. All right. So I think that actually wraps it up for us. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming on. This project sounds spectacular. Dare I say outrageous. You dare. You must. <laughs> thank you so much for having us. We had yeah. such a blast. Thank you so much. Obviously, we have had some technical difficulties on here. Kit actually dropped out a little bit ago. We'll see if she keeps this part of the audio in. You guys should absolutely check out this Kickstarter. Back it if you can. Spread the word if you can't. Whatever you want to do, it's the same sort of thing with our Patreon. Spread the word of outrageousness because this sounds like a great project. Thanks so much. (laughs) I think that about wraps it up for us here on The Gem Jam. The Gem Jam comes out every Sunday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter and Tumblr. We are at The Gem Jam just about everywhere except Twitter, where we are at GemJamCast. We're also a Patreon-supported podcast. If you like what we do and you have a couple bucks sitting around, uh, you can donate those to us and that would be super cool. If not, spread the word. No matter what, we love you all dearly. I love this fandom. So until next time, I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And this has been the Gem Jam. We'll remind you that outrageousness is money.